All right, guys, evolution of an HVAC business. As your business evolves, things can happen. I'm a one-man show still. No employees, one vehicle. What happens if your vehicle goes in for repairs or even worse yet, has an accident? Let me talk about this exactly what's happening within my life right now on this particular episode. This mini-series within the podcast is sponsored by Jobber. That is the CRM tool I'm using to run McCready HVAC and Refrigeration Services, invoicing, quoting, all that kind of stuff. Helps keep you organized. For the month of March, there is massive savings for the month of March, only up until the 20th of March, I believe it is. Uh, 40% off three-month plans, 20% off 12-month plans, and that's all plans that are under the Jobber umbrella. So if you guys are looking for savings and a CRM tool, check it out, guys. For more info, check out the link in the podcast summary. All right, so let me set up the day. It was February 24th. It was a Friday, of all things. And it was was mild outside for, for winter because the sun was out, right? The radiant heat of the sun was melting snow off off the the curbs and it was kind of moving onto the road off of vehicles so it was like falling off the vehicles so the road conditions were i mean they weren't snowy but there was wet conditions in some areas now i went to go pick up parts for an install and i went to go pick up parts for a service call right and as i'm going from one place to the next changing lanes from the middle lane to the right lane to make a right hand turn Uh, There was a bunch of cars lined up in the right-hand lane. Vehicles, cars, trucks, uh, you name it, like tractor trailers. It was a highly industrial area. So there's a lot of of transport trucks. So there was, it looked like maybe the, the snow or slush or whatever it was was dripping off or had dripped off a bunch of cars that were waiting in this line to turn right. So I go to to go into the right-hand lane, slowing down, hit a bit of patch of ice, or snow or slush or whatever it was, but I locked up and I started to slide and that slide caused a collision with the vehicle in front of me. This really, really sucks for me. I was, I was fine because it wasn't that hard of a hit. It wasn't hard of a hit of it all. I just kind of slid into the back of this tractor, tractor trailer. I was immediately pissed because my van is brand new and I knew there was going to be front end damage. The ve- the truck in front of me had a had a metal frame um because there was no trailer on the back of it metal frame there was like zero damage to his truck whatsoever but because i have a plastic grill on mine and the height of his truck what had happened is it basically pushed my grill through and it punctured my rad and pushed my rad back a little bit now (laughs) this is unfortunate okay this sucks. It's life. It happens. And I want to talk about this a little bit more because being a one-man show, starting a one-man show, these are the things you have to think about. Or even if it's a two-man show or three-man show, you need you need a spare vehicle. If not a spare vehicle, you need a backup plan. If something like this happens, an accident, there's a repair in a vehicle that takes a long time. I've known vehicles to be in the shop for, for certain things for over a month. Certain problems that nobody can figure out or they're waiting on parts. So let me discuss how I tackled this and it might give you some insight on on what to do if this happens to you in your small business. So obviously first thing you do when you get into a bit of a fender bender is check yourself, make sure you're all right. I was fine. Like I said, it wasn't that hard of an impact. It was a sliding type impact. 
make sure the other person's okay. The other person was in a transport truck without a trailer on the back, and there was basically zero damage to their trailer, right? And they were totally fine as well. And I made sure that I caught that on tape, them walking around, because they were walking around my van, um, taking pictures and stuff like that. And I made sure I got them on tape walking around just in case they claim later that their back hurt and they couldn't walk and all that. I think that's really important, right? I collected their information. They collected mine. I called the tow truck because the van had to be towed. It wasn't drivable. Now, here's the thing. Do you want to go through insurance or do you not want to go through insurance to get your vehicle fixed? That's going to be up to the individual and judging by how much damage it looks like there is. You know, you could see a, a damaged bumper and go, yeah, that's two grand. A rad, who knows Who knows what got pushed back further. I wanted to go through insurance because the cash flow is just not, I don't want to bury my cash flow in a repair to the truck and not have cash to do other things, order equipment, pay, pay subcontracts. You know what I mean? You need the cash flow in your business. So this is unfortunate. So I had... Um, the tow truck take me to a collision reporting center. It was reported. I called my insurance company, told them what happened. Then I had my tow truck driver take me to a collision, uh, like a, not a collision center, but a, a place where they fix cars, like a, like an auto body shop of my choice, right? Sometimes you get into the tow truck and they're like, yeah, my guy does this and does that. And obviously they're getting kicked back because why else would they be pushing their guy on, onto you? I found a place that I trusted and I took it there. Very important that you don't just listen to the tow truck driver and let them drive you around wherever wherever you want. Have a plan in place. This is what I'm saying. I didn't have a plan in place. I had to put this all together last minute right after the collision, right? But have a plan in place. My biggest worry now was I had this job starting. This was a Friday. I had a job starting on Monday without a vehicle. And this was a job I committed to. It was it was a fairly decent sized job. It was a it was a full demo of what was existing in the home. New furnace, new heat pump, new piping, um, new return drop, new filter. It wasn't like a, a one day job, right? So I had to get into a vehicle. Plus, I had fireplace parts for this one gentleman that I still had to pick up and and repair his fireplace. So I was kind of like stuck. I was stressed. And this is what I did to get into a new vehicle. So upon the, the call with my insurance people, the they said the adjuster was supposed to call me within a couple of hours. And I said, I really need to get into a vehicle because I need to make a repair for someone and I need to work on Monday. And they said, no, 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 no problem. The, the adjuster will call you. No call from the adjuster. So I'm left now hanging without a vehicle. So I had to start calling in-town vehicle rentals and nobody had one and I found finally found one it was a gas station that rented u-hauls and I got a a van so now I'm driving now I'm driving a u-haul van for it looks like two to three weeks while my van gets repaired and I was lucky to get this van so what I'm going to suggest to you guys is if you don't have a spare vehicle Find because this could happen at any given moment where your van is going to be down and out for whatever reason, or your truck is down and out for whatever reason, you don't have a vehicle. So take notice of the, the places that are local to you that rent vehicles. I mean, last ditch was Home Depot because they I know Home Depot has vans you can rent from them. They had none. 
um, that was my kind of my last ditch. And then I found this other place. It was literally a gas station that rented U-Hauls and they had one van left and I snagged it up. Okay. So this is, this is my suggestion. If you don't have a spare vehicle, get a plan in place to know where to get your vehicles. If something does happen. And I talked to the insurance just adjuster. They called me three days later, three days later. And I said, listen, I needed a van on Friday and you guys called me on like Monday. They apologized, but I said, listen, I have a receipt for a van. I've paid for it up front. Can I submit this receipt to you? And they said, of course. So that was all taken care of. So make sure that you have, um, I think it's called loss of, it's called loss of something. I, I, I can't exactly remember what the term is, but when you have vehicle insurance, especially for business, there's, there's a portion of that that will cover a vehicle rental. Now my vehicle rentals covered up to $1,200, which will probably do me about three weeks, which is, uh, which is probably going to be about the right time that I need. So I'm going to be covered on that front as well. So make sure you have that coverage for a rental vehicle if you need it. And these insurance companies, they have preferred rates with certain rental places, but if they can't get you one, I mean, you need to, you might need to look for it yourself. Now, the crappy part is I had to take the rental vehicle to the collision place or the auto body shop, I should call it. I don't know why I'm calling it a collision place, but the auto body shop and basically rifle out half of my truck into the van, into the rental van that had no shelving, no straps, nothing, right? Just to get this install done. And (laughs) I had to go all the way back to where I live right? Which was an hour away from where I was. I got all this done within a few hours, by the way. I don't know how I did it in a few hours. Tow truck, collision place, uh, center, reporting center to the auto body place, rental van, back to the auto body place to get my tools and then shoot up, shoot back to where I was to get the fireplace parts so I could still do that job. It was one of the most stressful days I've had in my life. And I think it, it worked out for me it just did that day. I don't know why everything just kind of worked. The accident obviously didn't work out, but everything else after the accident, getting the tow truck there in a timely manner, getting to everywhere I needed to go in a timely manner and getting a vehicle and getting the parts right before a minute before the place closed. So what I'm saying is have a plan for a backup vehicle, whether you own it already or whether you, you know, someone that can lend you one, or you have a few rental places in the area where you can call on a whim and say, hey, listen, I need a vehicle, right? You might not get one, but at least you have the places in mind. Have a collision place that you trust in mind. Have a, even a tow truck place that you trust in mind. I mean, I was I had to just rely on whoever could come first. But it's good to have the, these things in your back pocket and know. And once you go through it, it it's something that I'm not going to wish upon anyone to get into a vehicle accident at all, even if it's a minor fender bender like mine was, I won't wish that on anybody, but have a plan in place. And that that's the whole reason for this podcast is to just talk about things that can shit that can happen within a a small business, a one man show. I'm left without a vehicle and I had to struggle to get one. Everything worked out. I want to just bring it up guys and make sure that you guys know and have a plan in place. Everybody thinks they're invincible till shit happens, right? Everybody thinks they're invincible till shit happens. 
And then when shit happens, it humbles you, it brings you back to ground zero, and you're like, damn. Right? So that's it, guys. Short and sweet evolution of an HVAC business. I'm evolving as we go here, and I'm hoping this information helps you. Happy HVAC.